Why, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, women and men, he, she's, they's, doses, and everything in between. I'm your host with a little bit more than the most, Guapo P, and welcome back to another episode of the In My Opinion podcast. Give it up for yourselves for being here. Give it up for yourselves for being beautiful. Um, so the last the last episode is probably like three or four days old at this point, um, and we bike. Um, instead of taking like the full week, I was just like, let me just go ahead and get back up on in there because, uh, why not make up for lost time? Because, uh, you know, we're only, this is the 19th episode and we're only 19 episodes in and it's almost been two years since the first episode. So, um, doing it ahead of schedule doesn't hurt whatsoever. Um, so as you can see, I got my, uh, I got my Alcorn State hoodie on rapping uh shout out to alcorn state uh that's where i went to straight out of high school you feel me uh i don't care if i went there for 10 days me going there for 10 days is a long story that i'll get into another time for another day um i actually actually ran today right so i'm starting this new lifestyle new way of living i've been eating cleaner and then uh my brother's a trainer my brother is a trainer so i hired him to like help me out because i is i've been stagnant trying to work out from home like because you know at first working out from home i was just like cool like you know like i got equipment at the house whatever whatever but um i think i'm much better when i'm able to leave the house and then go to the gym one because it's like a reason to leave the house i'm out of the house Two, because the gym has more equipment and more for me to do or whatever. Three, also, um, the gym was like a social gathering for me as well. Um, I had a friend who worked at the gym, so I would always see a friend up there. And then um, some of my homies, like, we would work out together. Like, that was, like, the main time we would see each other type shit. So um, not having those dynamics, um, I realized it's those dynamics made it easier for me to work out and then now since we're in the pandemic and um at least for me out here the gyms are shut down and i also moved so i don't have those friends nearby anymore to work out with but you know it makes it hard to keep up so but i say all that to say today i ran and um you know i've been trying to get back into running because um you know that's good for you whatever but i don't know i think i got I think I got bad knees because I'll be running. My knees be hurting. And then uh, whenever I run, if I run too long, one of my ankles start hurting. And I just feel like that motherfucker starts swelling up. But this time I was itching. I know. I I was itching, right? So it was an interval run. So it was a one-minute run, one-minute walk. And then, um, you know, I just kept scratching like, damn, like maybe if I keep running, this will go away. But I just kept itching. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? So I was just like, you know what? I don't know if this is chafing. I don't know what the fuck this is, but I'm taking my ass back home because I can't take it anymore. But when I got home, I Googled (laughs) itching (laughs) when running. And the first thing that came up was, why do my legs itch when I run? Being out of habit or staying sed- ooh, sedentary too long also causes runner's itch. If you've had a long layover between workouts, sometimes the ooh, the capillaries and the arteries expand, causing a sensation that your brain reads as itchiness. 
if you can work through the discomfort, the itching should get better as you build stamina. Well, I didn't, I didn't stay through it. I took my ass back home. I started walking and I said, you know what? Let me just figure out the route back home because this ain't working out for me. Just running shit. Um, and you know, that kind of ruined, <laughs> I kind of ruined my workout today, but you know, I got my two miles in. Yeah, I did. So, you know, I still got my two miles in, you know, next, next time I do that, it'll be better. But now I know I need to run more. Um, but anyway, so I only got a few things to talk to about with you guys. Um, it'll be a really quick show. Um, I only got two topics, three three kind of um that i want to talk about and the first topic is um the in my experience segment of the week so you know if you're new here uh the in my experience is basically me like sharing my story of the week or something that i've experienced right and um this week i want to talk about the club house app so the clubhouse app is like a it's like a new social media app and if me explaining it in my words would be like like you know how you could voice chat on no that don't even it's kind of like twitter but for talking and then it's like rooms so you get in these rooms and it's like people could be on stage and the people that are on stage are the people who have the option to talk. If you're if you don't have that option to talk, then you're sitting in the audience just listening. And um, to be on stage, you have to be brought up by a moderator. Now, um, over on Clubhouse, the cool thing is to be a moderator, because when you moderate a room, you pretty much control the room. You can mute people. Uh, you could bring people up. You could send people down to um, the audience. Um, there's like lingo for the app. There's like sending people down to the dirt, sending people to the guillotine. Like if they want to send you down, if you if they pulled you up on stage and you say something they don't like or whatever, whatever, people could be like, send that nigga to the dirt, send that nigga to the guillotine, and they'll send you down. And um, that's one lingo. So, like, the cool thing is to be a moderator. Um, they call it having a green bean. A green bean or a green bean. It depends on who you ask and who you're talking to. But um, when you're a moderator, you have, like, this little green dot thing next to your name. And, um, yeah, since you control the room, like, people think, pretty much people think, oh, okay, this person is somebody I should care about or listen to or pay attention to because you have a green bean you control the room that they're in or that they want to be in and sit and listen, yada, yada, yada. So that's, uh, that damn near is clubhouse. Like when I heard about it, I heard it was like industry, like base, like it was kind of like a who's who was in there. Like not everybody's in there. You have to get an invite to get in. And for a while I was just like, it sounds like something that a place that I needed to be because I heard like, I heard them, I heard people talking about how basically like you can network on there, meet people. Duh, duh, duh. And then I heard like big names was in there. And then, um, you know, in the media world, like this shit right here, a lot of people are in there, you know, talking to other people. And for me, I was just like, okay, I like to talk uh, so I could talk to motherfuckers and make motherfuckers care about what I say. Therefore, leading them over to look at my podcast, look at my YouTube, hook up with me, link up, network. Da, 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 da. Also, um, 
I'm about to start releasing my music soon, so you know I could start networking with people, engineers, producers, other artists. Like you never know, right? So, <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I had been waiting for my fucking invite. I it turns out it felt like I didn't know anybody on the fucking app because nobody was trying to send me an invite. Um, I didn't know anybody that had an invite, anything like that. Motherfuckers was selling invites. I'll tweet about how I wanted a clubhouse invite and motherfuckers would DM me like, hey, I got an invite for $40. No, no, thank you. It's not that deep, bro. I'll wait. So, um, long story short, I ended up getting an invite. I got to find, I got to find a sound bite for celebration. Oh, okay, we just do clapping. I got an invite. Yes, yes, yes. So I got an invite. Um, so my first day on, uh, you know, I follow some of the media people that um that I like to watch. Some of the YouTubers that I like to watch, and um, I ended up I ended up in a room with them. And then not only did I end up in a room with them, I ended up on the stage and we got into some conversations and I was able to talk. Now, the thing about it is I have anxiety. I can sit up here on the microphone right now. I feel cool. I feel comfortable right now. But even on the podcast, sometimes the first five minutes, I'm anxious. And then if you pay attention, I get comfortable and, you know, I'm working the podcast. But like even in the beginning of the podcast, I'm pretty like. I don't know. It's weird. I have social anxiety. Um, I just have anxiety, period. But um, once that shit wears off, hey, I'm here. I'm that guy. But um, once I got into the room and I was talking, like, my heart was, heart was racing whenever I talked. Like, my voice was trembling and shit. But, uh, but yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. Um, I got some follows uh, from people in the audience and from people that were on the stage uh, from from that experience so that was cool um and that was pretty much my first clubhouse experience and i was just like oh, okay like i could probably work the fuck out of this app right then um you know being on clubhouse you you see that it's n- not everybody's there to network and stuff that's what i pretty much had heard like it was a networking thing that's what people were there for but also my first week on uh clubhouse was also the first week of the moan room so i did (laughs) i did get to experience the moan rooms live and in action uh that was a hectic time now there are more rooms and crazy shit like that uh there's a lot of high school type vibes going on um so motherfuckers with names it's kind of like the groupies will be there male and female will be there uh, so the room will be packed and they just happy to be in the room with these motherfuckers and, you know, kissing their ass all up their ass. And then um, it's a lot of it's a lot of that high school shit, like uh, like a lot of high school type vibes going on. Like it'd be like a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of 30 year olds and shit playing uh, fuck, Mary kill and. Um, pick three niggas on stage you want to fuck it's like four niggas and it's like 25 women almost said bitches and um things like that so and then the more and then like they'll have um like a dirty room a nasty room a roast room okay so roast room look my 
<laughs> my most memorable my most memorable experiences on this app haven't been the best. So I went into a roast room and it was pretty much I went into a couple roast rooms before and um just to see like you know I, I'm with the shit like I could take a joke and then also what's going on and um I went into about four roast rooms and you know jokes really wasn't hitting. I was like ah these these niggas don't got shit right. But there was one particular roast room where they fucked me up. They very much fucked me up. Um, and it, I, I, I was stuck. So I went into the roast room. I'm sitting in there. And then they was just like, oh, Guapo. Guapo, bring your ass here, boy. They were some like Atlanta niggas. I'm like, bring your ass over here, boy. And then it was like, Guapo, Guapo. And I was just like, what's up? <laughs> Y'all niggas want these niggas attacked me. So what they did was they started making their PTRs. Okay, also PTR, which means pull to refresh. So when you're in a room, kind of like uh, like you know when you feel like you've seen everything on the timeline, or you want to refresh your timeline, you pull it or whatever, and it refreshes. So you pull it by dragging down, and then it'll pull up and refresh so instead of saying i updated my profile picture on there people would be like ptr 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 telling you to pull the refresh to look in the room to see that their profile picture has changed these motherfuckers was ptring pictures of me but they were like throwbacks that they weren't in my tagged pictures on instagram they weren't on my Twitter. I don't know how the mother, how the fuck these niggas got it at first, but they pulling them up and they like, boy, what the fuck was you doing here, Guapo? Guapo, what was it? So you know, I'm like, fuck these niggas. Like, I'm going to you, you can link your Instagram, your Twitter and shit. So I'm going to Instagram and I'm trying to pull the same shit. They not laughing at my jokes. What are my jokes? <laughs> what are my jokes? What are my jokes? They moved me. <laughs> One of my jokes, they booed me. They was like, boo. <laughs> I was like, hey, yo, what the fuck going on? And then um, also at the time, my hair was green. I didn't I didn't record on the pod when my hair was green. It didn't last long. Uh, it was a, I was a fucking vibe with my green hair. Like, and then I feel like after I did my green hair, niggas started popping up with green hair. But they pulled up my green hair picture and then made it one of them made it their ptr mind you i'm getting tag team i'm getting jumped it's like five motherfuckers i think they all it's pretty much damn near 10 motherfuckers on stage they all together on the look this oh i ain't even got to it yet i ain't told you where they got the pictures yet but they pulled up the the picture of me with green hair which was like a recent picture so they got that on my instagram and they was just like uh Somebody they was all laughing. They was like, "Boy, what kind of fruity hair style is this?" And then somebody said, "He want to be Zayway so bad." I was like, "Hey, hey, <laughs> who said it?" Because you can't really see. So uh, another thing about Clubhouse, the only way you could figure out that someone is, um, the only way you could figure out if someone's talking is when they talk. You could see like a uh, like. Like, I can't explain it. It's like a bubble thing around their profile picture. So that's how, and then you can also see when people are muted. So that's how you could tell when someone's talking. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking, hey, who said it? Cause I'm, I'm ready to start digging on you. 
he called me Zyway. Yeah, he fucked up. And um, that was the first traumatic experience on Clubhouse. And then, um, but you know, I was a good sport. I was I was trying to throw him back, but my my jokes wasn't landing. I kind of died in that roast room, and I had to. And then they moved on to the next thing and was killing him. And they were actually funny. Like they were just in the line. Like William, I'll never forget the nigga after me. <laughs> the nigga after me was William, and he got it. Oh, he looked a mess. And I stayed. I stayed to hear how they did William, cause I was, <laughs> cause I was just like I didn't go out bad like William though. But uh, yeah, they were some cold niggas. Uh, shout out to them. They were doing their thing in that roast room. Um, some other things you can run into. Oh, okay. Th- there are some good things to Clubhouse. You have to weed out the weird rooms. Um, there's some scammer rooms. There's been some big ass scam ordeals where people were caught scamming people. Of course, you know, telling. And there's a lot of motherfuckers on there that make it seem like they somebody and they got a name and they a millionaire and they do this, do that, do that. And they really don't. But you know, you gotta figure out. Like, you gotta figure out. You got to weed out the bullshit. Um, and then when you weed out the bullshit, sometimes you come up on a room that like inspires you, gives you motivation. Um, you could come across a YouTube branding room, um, how to brand your social media, brand your YouTube, shit like that. Um, you know, so there it, there are some plus sites. You could find some cool rooms on there. Um, I went into one room where there were songwriters. Um and they were sharing like stories of um like people were sharing people that i've never heard of were sharing stories of like you know how they wrote songs that are like huge songs and i i i didn't know who the fuck they were but like i know that song and um just sharing their journey of how that opportunity came along and things like that so you can find cool rooms like that um but um there are also rooms where people they have like talent shows um you could kind of you could create your own room and whatever you want it to be it could be that you could put the title to be whatever it is and you and whoever you and whoever you choose to make a moderator can moderate that room and it could be whatever the fuck you want it to be um some people hold weekly shows and things like that so one room was a room it was a late night it was a late it was a late night and um there was a room that was basically like player music it was like what 50 people in there i was just like oh, fuck it like <laughs> she was going on up in there and uh i was up in there and it they were pretty much doing like uh like once they pulled you up if you're a rapper they'll have you play your song they'll have another rapper play their song and then the judges would choose like which song they liked better same thing with the singer uh if you're a singer play your song if you're a singer play your song and then they choose which ones they like better i came in there because i thought they was gonna like feedback and shit this wasn't this wasn't that so but it was like unorganized and all over the place the the nigga holding the group was getting mad at people it was a lot but i was just like fuck it you know Cause I had recently got a song mix and I wanted to see what it did to the crowd. And then like, you know, I sat in the room and I listened to a little bit and I was just like, my shit, my, my shit, I can play my shit, right? I can, my shit, okay, my shit cool. And, um, so that's what I did. I came up in that motherfucker and, uh, I played 
my song. Now, I told you I sat and listened to them trash motherfuckers, right? I witnessed the things that they were considering trash. And I was just like, you know, I too thought that that was absolutely trash, basura. And um, I heard some of the shit that they liked. And I was just like, oh, okay, you like that? You like that? Because that was okay. okay. I think I'm okay. <laughs> so uh, they put me up on stage. Um, long story short. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So what I was saying about when they thought shit was trash, I heard them like play a song, 20 seconds. Hey, hey, t- cut that shit off. Cut that shit off. It's trash, trash. No, get that shit out of here. So. You know, I know what I'm expecting. If they don't like it, um, I'm expecting them to tell me to cut that shit off. Let that shit go. Horrible. So, long story short, I play my song. Once again, anxiety kicking in. I'm like, hey, his name is Guapo. Um, okay, okay. I'm trying to play the shit. The shit loading. Damn, is he going to play it? I told, I told you the nigga holding the room had an attitude. So, song plays. And, you know. I'm trying to play as loud as I can, and I'm also holding it to my ear, trying to hear, like, if they say, oh, this shit knock, or cut that shit off, shit trash, trash, nothing, well, at least I couldn't hear nothing, it was nothing, and then I finally hear, okay, 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 and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm cutting it off, so as soon as I cut it off, though, no one's saying anything. But the dude who's holding the room, so no one's saying if they like it or not, but it, it, the pause hasn't been that long. But I'm just like, okay. And then the dude holding the room who told me to cut it off was just like, ooh, I'm starting to fall asleep. I was like, what the fuck? And then once he said that, everybody started saying that, yeah, I'm falling asleep. I was like, fuck this room. And then the nigga went after me, and then they was just like, I'm still falling asleep. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like, Y'all not gonna say more than y'all falling asleep. And then they they picked the other nigga. But my shit was slower than his. It was like two complete different songs. <sighs> but yeah. Traumatic. That was the first time I played that. Like for somebody that I did. For some strangers. But um, it was still a whatever experience. Because they didn't tell me it was trash. They didn't tell me to never play that again for nobody. They did the fuck out of some people. So, and then also, I thought the judges pretty much just went with whatever the, um, whatever the dude running in the room said, because every round, the thoughts were unanimous. I was just like, damn, y'all all saying the same thing? Wow. Who would have thunk? But, um, yeah, overall, um, the app is growing. It's still in its beta stage, I guess, or whatever, and they're still, um, they're they're passing out more and more invites every day so like i know they've given me a total of four invites since i've been on there and i guess like the more you're on there the more followers you get and the more you're active on there they'll keep sending you more invites but um the app is very time consuming you'll find yourself staying up all night talking to people you've never met excuse me and um yeah um that's fucking clubhouse pretty much So, what's next? Um, next up, so, so last week or last episode, we talked about Danny Lay. Um, that video is doing exceptionally well. Shout out to the new subscribers. 
that came from the Danny Lay video. Shout out from anybody who's watching or shout out to anybody who watched our last video or our last episode and they're here for this second follow-up part, right? So I'm not going to break down too much of what already happened. I'm going to break down this new information. So Danny Lay uh, made an apology video or or video addressing the situation, I should say. And uh, let's listen to it. Hey, guys. It's hey. Hey, girl. So she comes back. Uh, she comes back with braids, you know, very cultural. I just wanted to address what's going on with me right now. Okay. Um, okay. I think it's super important because I definitely feel super misunderstood. And, you know, my song, Yellow Bone, is what he wants. Um, so it's not just yellow bone. It's yellow bone. That's what he wants. Okay. Um. Now she's saying she, she's saying she feels misunderstood. So um, enlighten us, the audience, and let's get all of this chaos under control, Miss Lay. Let's do that. Yeah, inform us. I think people twist it into thinking like I'm trying to bash another woman, another skin tone, like. That was never my intention. I wasn't brought up like that. I never looked at my skin as a privilege. I never mm. looked at me as I'm better than somebody because of my skin tone. Mm. Nah, like, I see. Well, already, um, her saying she never looked at her skin as a privilege. I think the same way that white people need, sh should be very much aware of their privilege as a white person. I think the same way that men should be aware of their privilege as a man the same way as heterosexual men should be aware of their privilege as a heterosexual man i think that light-skinned people should be um, aware of their privilege as a light-skinned black person and how so i didn't go into depth on the part about um representation for black people so the thing about um light skin versus dark skin the whole conversation um you know growing up or even before growing up before me before you um before our grandmas and shit representation for black people were scarce and then when representation came in they would use the lightest of the black you know because that's closer to white um you know and it's just to get us by like they're black like yeah they're black but like not really they don't look like me so the representation was horrible right and then um recently the representation has became having a token black at least having that one dark skin so people can't say that you don't have any dark skins just get them off my back type shit right so i think that um well, first of all, she hasn't even addressed her being black or not being black. We know that she's Dominican for a fact. Now, I know a lot of people like to make the argument that she's Dominican, so she's black because Dominicans are black. Whew, that's a whole nother conversation. But to sum it up and keep it short, there are Dominicans that are black and have everybody has African like can trace back to africa right because black people were the first people on earth of course now there now today now today there are the there there are the 
the black Dominicans and then there are the Dominicans that don't have too much black in them and they don't really want to claim black unless it's to say nigga or to participate in the cool the cool part of being black but if you're going to call somebody a nigger if you're going to start lynching oh, I can't say that I'm going to say it but if you're going to start calling people niggers you're about to start lynching people you're about to start talking about how dark people are and how nappy their hair is <laughs> that's where i'm dominican i'm not really black i'm dominican now those dominicans i don't consider black uh yeah 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 and it's a huge thing that's a huge conversation um but that's just to sum it up because we're not even done with this video brown skin women flaunt their skin all the time in music like why can't i talk about mine if you oh Oh, I can't believe she said that on video. I didn't see this first time. Well, 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 Miss Lay. Um, another thing. So I got, so I got some phone calls after the last episode of me talking about the Danny Lay situation, and um, one of the things was, um, it was a lighter skin tone. It was a, a full black girl I was talking to. My cousin <laughs> was my cousin. She's but she's really light, and I've always called her a white girl and um because she's really light and she likes to call herself chocolate it's just a joke between us but she's black she's not dominican um and she was saying how pretty much um there's all this all these songs now about brown skin and brown skin girls like beyonce has a song called brown skin girl that people keep referring to and um if they could talk about their skin and flaunt their, their skin why can't the light skin girls do that too the thing and I don't, I hate that I'm explaining this. The difference between those two songs, first of all, one is literally uplifting. One is about loving yourself and knowing that your skin is gold. You come from royalty. Do you know who you are? Look at yourself. You're beautiful. If no one's not, if no one else is telling you this, I'm telling you this. The other one is, yo, bonus when he wants. He came, he wanted a girl that was lit like part of me adore me if you adore me like that has no substance of the sort yellow bone is what he wants is literally saying like he wants me because of my yellowish skin tone um if my skin wasn't yellowish i don't know where he would be probably not with me type shit and uh, did I hit all the points that I wanted to talk about with that? I think so. But yeah, I don't understand how people don't see the difference. And, you know, though. Oh, one more thing about this brown skin girl thing. And the, a song like brown skin girl, it's literally saying. It's talking to black girls. It's not just talking to it's not just talking to the darker girls. It's it's making sure the darker girls know that they're a part of this. But. If you're if you're black, if you're black, you know that that song's for you too. You don't have to be light skinned for brown skinned girl to be about you. I feel like that's just for black black girls, period. But specifically, you you the girls who are always forgotten in lack of representation, we're gonna name some girls who look like you and have your skin color on this song just to make sure that y'all don't feel forgotten and make sure that y'all know your skin is gold uplift that's the difference look at me i'm 
light skin. I'm a yellow bone. In my opinion, that's just what I am. So it's like. In my opinion, shout out to the motherfucking pod. Sorry, I'm a child. It wasn't something that I looked at so deeply, which I can see why people will take it deeply. So I understand, and I'm sorry that I wasn't sensitive to the topic when I wrote my comment. Like, thank you. That, okay, that was so far. That's been the best part. Um, why are you guys taking it so personal? Because it can be a personal thing to certain yes. people. Because colorism is a real thing. So yes. I do get it. Yes. But I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not a colorist. I'm not a racist. I date a whole chocolate man. I have. Oh. Oh. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh. What the fuck is going on? I'm not a racist. I date a whole chocolate man. I have oh. beautiful dark skinned friends. Like, and oh. skin isn't something I even see. Like, it's not. Something that oh. I look at, like, you know, so, oh. yeah, I don't live for the internet, I just, <laughs> she fucked up, like, five times in one sentence, one run-on sentence, um, referring to your dark skin, significant others, chocolate, why can't you just say black, dark, I feel like when people say chocolate, and when they're afraid to say I, when people are afraid to say black, I feel like they you look at black as it having a negative connotation. Why can't you just say black? Why can't you just say dark skin? Like as a black person, I'm not afraid to say those things. Like I feel like when you're afraid to say those things, you think that they're uh, connected to negative connotations from like, for example, don't I'd rather be called black than African-American. Also, because just because I'm black doesn't mean I'm African-American. I could be Jamaican. I could be from fucking Canada. Am I still an African-American? Um, because people. And then the whole I have my friends are this. I'm fucking this. Whoa, where's her PR team? Because obviously she recorded this video, then posted it. I don't think this was a live. Um. Someone should have stepped in for sure because this is very so not politically correct. People don't know me, so that's why I thought it was important to speak on it because because you don't know me, it's like, let me tell you guys what I meant by this. So hopefully you guys can watch this with a open heart, a genuine mind, and just, you know, try to get past it. I'm sorry again if I offended people who are truly offended. I am sorry. And... Yeah, I'm going to just keep grinding, keep doing me, keep posting me, and yeah. And I hope everybody has a great Sunday. And yeah. She fine as hell. Um, she fine as hell. Uh, she just really don't know what she's talking about, I think. <laughs> I think she don't know what she's talking about. And um, I think she still kind of doesn't get it. Um, but what, okay, so one thing, one major, one major point I was trying to ignore because I feel like it was women's business and I already being women's business enough as is, but, um, after had talking to some strong black women in my life, <laughs> they're pretty much like, girl, sit down, um, you was just doing this to get at the baby's baby mama. And you were just doing this to get at a darker, a darker 
skin toned woman, which is why you're bringing up your light skin and bringing up he wanted to fuck with somebody lit and yada yada yada. I didn't want to get into that, but them them throwing that back in my face because take because taking that out of the story, it's still horrible. But adding that in, it's like ah, uh, like this is like real girls on the schoolyard fighting over a dude, but it's a light skin and a dark skin girl. Um, and there's a lot of light skin girls that do the the only the only girls I have a problem with are the dark nappy headed girls. <laughs> so this is a thing, and I hate this for my community. Um. But them bringing that to me um, was just like, if she just admits that, then, you know, she just admit like what you were trying to do. Like, because she, of course, she's like, I'm not talking about all. Yeah, we know. You're just talking about that one. That's what I was trying to get to. So, yeah. um, Final thoughts. She'll be fine. She's a beautiful girl. She is talented. Um, She was a protege of Prince. Um, you know, she makes good music. I said it before, I'll say it again. There are some songs of hers that I like. Um, she just gotta she's gotta do the work in changing this and um changing this image of her because, you know, I don't know how how much of a chink in her armor this is gonna be, but but this is for sure the most um this is for sure the most exposure she's ever gotten. So uh, if she has a good team, they'll turn this thing right on around and make it worthwhile since people are going to be looking and now people know who she is more than ever before. So, um, <laughs> get it together, Danny. Uh, this is just my opinion. All right. And, uh, I did, we just did the last episode a few fucking days ago so i don't even really have a um what is that shit called (laughs) in my rotation update but i will say forever what is it called rich forever rich forever by ready rich is back on streaming platforms so if anyone cares the way that i do simply because i want that song played at my funeral um back to back after you play um eternal sunshine by janae aiko and then wrap that thing on up with mariah carey's fly like a bird I love a good choir in a song. Also, for years, for most of my life, I didn't know that was a damn gospel song. But once I figured it, once somebody told me that, I was like, oh, shit. She do say Lord, I think. And then it has the choir. And then uh, what's another? Um, there's a Whitney Houston song. Um, he lifts me up. He gives me love. And he's all the man. All the okay why am i not letting these songs in um so yeah and then also keisha cole said that she wrote um you complete me about god but she switched it up a little like changed a few things and uh like made it sound like it was a love song but it was a love song about god i was like oh, okay 
like, let me let me go hit the bishop and tell him to add um, complete me to the praise and worship rotation. Ooh, if Kanye if Kanye worked that, Kanye is good for working some songs into um, gospel songs now. But anyway, yeah, rich forever. I hope that's the name of that. I just love my job. Think about my job. I had to chase the bag. You ready to feel I had to make the bag? Is back on streaming platforms. Um, and I think that's it for the fucking episode. Real short, sweet, and to the point. Um, next episode will be episode twenty. Uh, so clap in advance for making it to episode twenty. Uh, you know, we're going to stay weekly. We're going to stay consistent with this G thing. Uh, wherever you're watching, make sure you follow us. Um, Ooh, I got some surprises for the 20th episode. Uh, probably going to work something. I want to figure out something to start bringing people on with me. Um, so definitely we'll start working on that because, you know, It'll be nice to have some back and forth or at least some more input. So I love when you guys comment. I love when you guys share your thoughts with me because, you know, I feel like the whole thing of in my opinion is me sharing my opinion with you guys and having you guys share yours with me. I'm very responsive, especially right now. The following is not that big. I'm down to have a convo about some shit. So, yeah. Um, thank you for tuning in. This is in my opinion, and I will see you guys next week. All right, if you like this video, make sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe, uh, and keep up with all of our great content coming from In My Opinion.